What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to Chapter 106 of the QAnon Anonymous Podcast, the QAnon Rally Worldwide episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rokotansky, Annie Kelly, Julian Field, and Travis View. On Saturday, more than 200 Save the Children or Save Our Children events were scheduled to take place across the country and internationally. These events were organized by individuals or suspiciously newly formed groups. Now, to be clear, these events were QAnon rallies that camouflaged their QAnon roots by emphasizing a broad, abstract, anti-human trafficking and anti-pedophilia message. The point is to draw in people with an inoffensive, easy-to-swallow message and then red-pill them with the more direct range QAnon and Pizzagate stuff. Interestingly, some QAnon influencers distanced themselves from the events, perhaps fearing that they might make uh, mainline QAnon look bad. For example, here's what QAnon promoter Jordan Sather tweeted. If I were you, I would not attend any of the Save the Children rallies tomorrow. The organizers of some of these events look suspicious as fuck, as well as the bots promoting them. The time is too ripe for a false flag versus Q plus 822. Sounds like a day the occultists would like. This was a, a strange development because it seems like all of them are very anxious about this movement spilling into the real world in a significant way. They, they're all talking about, they're worried about <laughs> yeah, they're, false flags. Yeah, they're they're afraid. About, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're it's trembling. Like, <laughs> despite the opposition from some QAnon influencers, these demonstrations, they did happen. And uh, they were very successful in fooling people into believing that they were just anti-trafficking demonstrations. In fact, the Utah Attorney General's office partnered with one of these rallies, which was organized by a newly formed group called Freedom for the Children, which is based in Arizona. Now, there's no mention of QAnon on any of the Freedom for the Children social media accounts, but one of the founders, Bahari Ravi Shira, had a post on their Instagram page that featured the hashtag Pizzagate is real. Another founder of Freedom for the Children named Tara Nicole refused to deny uh, that she was a QAnon follower when asked about it by the publication Logically.ai. When the the QAnon connections to these groups was brought to light, the Utah Attorney General's office eventually nixed their association with the rally in a public statement. However, local news stations were more successfully fooled. For example, here's how Spectrum News reported on the march that occurred in Buffalo, New York. Bear in mind that this is a march that straight up includes signs that display the QAnon hashtag, where we go one, we go all. Speaking out for children. If you were in the Elmwood Village Saturday, you likely would have seen a crowd with signs drawing attention to child trafficking. The non-political, non-religious peaceful event had guest speakers and ended with a two-mile walk. Organizers say everyone needs to know how to battle back and put an end to this issue. This is a a movement that everybody can get behind. Um, Child trafficking is something that we want to end. We want to raise awareness so people know the signs, they know how to report it, and um, everyone can be part of a community and unite on this issue. Buffalo was one of over 100 cities that took part in this nationwide event. They must have made a real effort to crop out uh, QAnon stuff. There's yeah, no these fucking signs way. look. These signs look yeah. 
fairly harmless. They're about a third of the rally we attended would be these kinds of signs. You would have to really point your camera and crop it in, which they did, by I the was way. Just, All the shots are incredibly cropped. In this clip, in this clip, I was just waiting for somebody's sign to kind of like turn around and have just like a giant flaming cue on the back. Yeah. Or like that drawing I saw on my rally, which was just a cauldron with baby bits inside it that was just kind of, they were just, you know, kind of burning and boiling. Oh it's like, what you don't see off screen is a half-naked shaman <laughs> waving, waving, waving a a staff and wearing a ram skull. <laughs> I mean, uh, on the Spectrum News uh, website where I saw this video, there was actually a picture of where we go one, we go all hashtag. So, sure, yeah. So, so it was it was obvious, but I I was really impressed by how hackable the local media was. Yeah, I had multiple reports, by the way, of other uh, local media that went with it unironically. Yeah, just, including here in California. Yeah, just like oh. Here's a rally, and then like no mention of the QAnon connections. Mm -hmm. And I mean, here's an analogy that sort of I, I thought like imagine that there was a group of like anti Semites and who believe that the the Jews control all the world's banks, and they decided to imagine. hold imagine imagine they decided to hold like 200 rallies all over the country promoting banking reform to sort of camouflage their true intentions. Yeah, see, this we're, is a good we're against analogy. unregulated banking. No, actually, they would do uh, save the pennies. Save the pennies. Yes, yeah, or something. Something because I hear they're being they're being you know Man, um, right now it should be save the quarters hoarded. quarters I'm living quarters. in dirty clothes just just <laughs> indefinitely and then uh, and then as a consequence like local news reports they totally ignored the actual anti-Semitic intentions and we're just like oh oh here's a group protesting currency reform and not like oh domestic extremism on the rise which is yeah. I think really the headline of that story mm -hmm. it seems like some San Francisco residents have a problem with the people that run their banks <laughs> <laughs> of course we uh all attended different rallies jake and julian they attended the one in la i went to the one in uh, santee and annie attended one uh, over in the uk and uh, we're going to talk about uh what we experienced what we saw there basically strap in make sure your head is secured properly <laughs> we're going to be doing some loop-de-loops <laughs> but before all that QAnon News. The big story this week, of course, is that Trump finally answered the Q. After years of waiting from QAnon followers, Trump finally acknowledged the QAnon community in response to a question from NBC reporter Shannon Pettypiece. Trump praised the QAnon community, but his answer was characteristically rambling. So I'm going to play parts of his answer so we can break it down. Here was Trump's initial response to the question. During the pandemic, uh, the QAnon movement has been, appears to be gaining a lot of followers. Can you talk about what you think about that and what you have to say to people who are following this movement right now? Well, I don't know much about the movement other than I understand they like me very much. Uh, which I appreciate, but I don't know much about the movement. That's like all yeah. he needs to know. They like me, I don't know, but uh, I don't yeah. know much about it. To bolster Trump's claim that he doesn't know much about the movement, he went on to characterize them as people who simply don't like what's going on in what he characterized as Democrat-rung cities and states. The, the fascist heel turn. You're right. These are people that don't like seeing what's going on in places like Portland and places like Chicago and New York and other cities and states. And uh, I've heard these are people that love our country and they just don't like seeing it. So I don't know really anything about it other than they do supposedly like me and they also would like to see 
problems in these areas, like especially the areas that we're talking about, go away. Because there's no reason the Democrats can't run a city. They like me quite a bit. He's so satisfied when he says <laughs> he it. He's got a little smile on his yeah, face like does, a child. He does. Yeah. Incredible. In an attempt to get Trump back on track, Petty Peace followed up her question with a brief explanation of QAnon. And here's how Trump reacted. Well, at, at the crux of the theory is this belief that you are secretly saving the world from this satanic cult of pedophiles and cannibals. Does that sound like something you are behind? Or well, I haven't, I haven't heard that, but... Uh, is that supposed to be a bad thing or a good thing? I mean, you know, if, uh, if I can help save the world from problems, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to put myself out there. And we are, actually. We're saving the world from a radical left philosophy that will destroy this country. And when this country is gone, the rest of the world would follow. The rest of the world would follow. That's the importance of this country. So you may notice this is exactly domino theory, which was during uh, the Cold War. The idea that if, uh, you know, certain countries fell, it would lead to this kind of domino effect of countries falling to communism, falling to the extreme left that are right. terrorists terrorizing us all. It's the same dialogue right. being recycled. But also, point. I have to appreciate that, that uh, you know, first of all, that, that Petty Peace asked this question. And I think that she basically stopped him right in his tracks in terms of his ability to say, I don't know what it is, because she explained it to him. That I appreciate. However, when she said, "Is this? does this sound like something you're behind? Unfortunately, that is interpretable in two different ways. Behind as in you're part of the planning of it or have some involvement with the people behind this? Or is this something that you back that you're behind? And so that ambiguity in that final question allowed him to pivot easier, even easier than he probably would have anyways. It's disappointing. I mean, what, the bottom line is that he did not say a bad word about QAnon oh, yeah. and he praised them. That's, that, oh, is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, and he is contradicting himself. I know nothing about them, but I know that they love me. I know nothing about them, but I know it's important for them that these cities, you know, come back to order or whatever. So he's both saying, I know these things about them and also I know nothing about them. So yeah. it's, again, a Trumpian nightmare. Now, Trump's answer to the question wasn't as good as QAnon followers had hoped. Now, what they wanted to see happen was Trump say, the storm is upon us, and yes, it's all real, and then you're all being arrested. And we, we, we talk a lot about it in the uh, Ask the Q episode with in, uh, yeah. Will Sommer. Instead, mm -hmm. he basically was like, they're patriots. They love their country. Yeah. That's what he said, like, yeah. you're patriots, which is pretty amazing already if I were a QAnon person. I, I've been settling oh, for were... nothing for two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were over the moon. Yeah, yeah. this is like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to be careful. Don't don't eat too fast because you might die from like your long-term starvation. <laughs> Here's how one QAnon follower reacted to Trump's answer. Trump asked if he was aware QAnon says he's saving the world from pedophiles. He answered, is it a bad thing? And then said, yes, basically, he is saving the world. <laughs> yeah, he allowed for that interpretation, certainly. Absolutely. <sighs> I mean, I feel like, I mean, like ambiguity and playing both sides is Trump's superpower. He knows how to do it very well. But Trump's answer also created some awkwardness for Republicans generally, who for the most part have been trying to neither denounce nor encourage the QAnon community in any way. Yeah, this is the classic, I'm sick, but if I just ignore it, it'll go away. I should not visit the doctor. Yeah, I'm just not going to— If I visit the doctor, I'll get bad news. Now, Trump's answer did spur some Republicans to explicitly denounce QAnon, including uh, Senator Ben Sass, former press secretary Ari Fleischer, Jeb Bush, and uh, Congress member Liz Cheney, who called QAnon dangerous lunacy. But those closest to the president instead played dumb. For example, when CNN anchor John Berman asked Vice President Pence about QAnon, 
Pence claimed he knew nothing about it at all. At the White House, the president seemed to embrace QAnon, which is a group that the FBI has warned very likely motivates some domestic extremists to commit criminal, sometimes violent activity. This is a group that peddles theories that say that some politicians and high-profile Hollywood celebrities are members of a satanic cult that are also cannibals. They say that coronavirus is being disseminated by George Soros and Bill Gates with the help of 5G networks. The president says they love America. So how do those beliefs embody a love of America? Well, you said the president seemed to embrace it. I, 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 I didn't hear that. He said they love uh, America, I, I Mr. Vice President. I don't know they anything. I heard the president talk about he appreciates people that support him very generally. Do you generally, believe they love America? Do you believe they I, love America? I don't know anything about that conspiracy theory, John. How can you not know or, about it, people given that are how much it's been in, in the news? How can you not know about it at this well, point? Well, I, I, honestly, John, I just I, I don't know anything about that. I've heard about it. We we dismiss conspiracy theories around here Will you dismiss out it? of hand. Will you dismiss but, it? Will you dismiss it? I just did, John. No, you we didn't. dismiss conspiracy theorists out of hand. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany also sidestepped the question when asked whether Trump supports QAnon by Fox News host Sandra Smith. Is the president supporting this conspiracy theory? No, what the president is doing is working for the American people. The media talks a lot about this so-called QAnon. I've never heard the president mention it. I talk to him oftentimes 10 times a day. Not once have I heard him mention this group. Um, the media talks about it and asks about it, but this president's focused on um, a pandemic that he's navigating a historic response for. Like, she just kept rambling on like that for a while, honestly. Mm -hmm. Sandra Smith, to her credit, kept pressing McEnany about Trump's statement. But just to be clear, Kaylee, he was asked about it yesterday. He said he has heard about the online conspiracy theorists. Uh, his words were he has heard about them and that they are people that love our country. It was puzzling to many people. He's talking about his supporters. He believes his supporters are good, hardworking people that love this country. Um, he's not in the business of basket of deplorable politics. He doesn't talk about Does he want he doesn't the support think about of that group? He doesn't even, he has not at all looked into who QAnon is. Again, we're in the middle of a global pandemic that he's navigating a historic response for, an economic recovery. He's focused squarely on the American people, not some group on the internet um, or out there that the media tends to focus on far more than we believe is merited. The FBI released a memo last year warning that QAnon's followers could be possible, quote, conspiracy th uh, theory driven domestic extremists. So just to reiterate, the president did comment on it, um, saying that these are people that love our country. So if there's any further response from the White House, let us know. Final thought, Kayla? Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of children in this country who have died in the streets of Democrat cities. We're focused on capturing criminals. We're focused on navigating the pandemic. We're focused on the economy, not some group. Kaylee, I appreciate you coming on this morning. Thank you. Yeah, we're too busy saving the children to think about the people who think we're saving the children. I know. It's so sinister, so mm. clever. Uh, the White House Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows, was also asked about QAnon on Fox News by host Chris Wallace. When Meadows was asked if Trump disavows QAnon, he didn't just say yes, which I think would be an easy thing to do. Instead, he acted offended that he was even asked. You can end this controversy right now. Does the president disavow? Does he condemn QAnon? 
Well, listen, we, we don't even know what it is. I can tell you, you've spent more time talking on it, Chris, than we have in the White House. I find it appalling that the media, when we have all of the important things that are going on, a, a list of top 20s, that the first question at a press briefing would be about QAnon, that I had to actually Google to figure out what it is. It's not a central part of what the president is talking about. I don't know anything about it. But, I don't but, even uh, know that it's but credible. I, it, but I can't tell. Well, well, no, Chris. It's but, not Chris, my first question. Well, well it's, I know. It's my I, last but, question. But, but it is but your, get, but it is your question is, that you're bringing it up. There, there's got to be a White House uh, talking points memo about mm-hmm. how to react about uh, QAnon questions. Yeah. I would love to see it. Oh, man. Yeah, because if, if you're it. supposed to be kind of, I guess, informed, uh, you know, one would expect uh, in your position, sir, wouldn't you read articles that involve this? I mean, involve the White of, House. I mean, yeah, Trump reacted to it. I mean, it under your purview. Just, just say, yes, I disavow. I do not believe military intelligence is releasing secret coded information on mm-hmm. an image board owned by a Philippi- uh, by a expat uh, a pig farmer who lives in the Philippines. Yeah. It seems like an easy thing to say. Yes. Pretending that an, a large anvil fell on your head and you don't have thoughts anymore You're right. is not really... <laughs> no, no. The, the, the memo just says, act confused like a baby. You don't have object permanence anymore. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy was also asked about QAnon in relation to QAnon follower Marjorie Taylor Greene clearing a path to Congress. While McCarthy did denounce QAnon, his response was still bullshit, basically. Um, Very quick comment from you. Are you worried about candidates who have won GOP primaries that are being painted as extreme, having statements out there uh, regarding as racist or anti-Semitic or pledging uh, an interest or an allegiance to a group like QAnon? Um, There's been a lot of criticism about some of those primary winners and whether they're possibly going to cost you seats. What do you say? Well, let me be very clear. There is no place for QAnon in the Republican Party. I do not support it. And the, the, the candidate you talked about has denounced it. Yeah, first of all, it's, it's not true that Marjorie Taylor Greene has denounced QAnon. We talked about yeah. it in the last episode. And basically what, what she said was that she followed a different path, stopped following QAnon, so she claims. And then uh, when asked about misinformation she saw from Q, she said it was the midterms were safe midterms weren't safe and Republicans lost control of the House. I, w- I would argue none of these things are denouncements. She's never said QAnon is fake. I was misled. It's all bullshit or anything to that effect. I mean, Lauren Boebert, the congressional candidate from Colorado, she did denounce QAnon. She called QAnon fake news. She said she's not a follower. Marjorie Taylor Greene has, si- has said neither of those things. So it seems like what they tried to do, they tried to get Marjorie Taylor Greene to denounce QAnon, but it's just not in her character. It's not, it's not something she can do. And so this is sort of the best they can muster out of her. And then they just decide after the fact, oh, yeah, she really did denounce it. It's all bullshit. One last news hit before we transition. Texas QAnon supporter used car to attack strangers she believed were pedophiles. A Waco, Texas woman arrested last week and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and driving while intoxicated appears to have been motivated by the QAnon conspiracy theory. Now, according to the arrest affidavits first reported by the Waco Tribune Herald, 30-year-old Cecilia Fulbright got behind the wheel of her car just after 9 a.m. Wednesday with the intent to, quote, save a child from pedophiles. Fulbright reportedly chased two strangers' vehicles in an apparent attempt to hit them. According to a Waco police report, the first vehicle was a catering truck driven by a woman with her minor daughter in the passenger seat. They successfully evaded Fulbright before calling the police, who, according to an incident report, were unable to locate Fulbright or her vehicle. She then targeted a second unrelated vehicle, a Dodge Caravan driven by a 19-year-old college student, and chased the student into a parking lot where she was cornered and repeatedly rammed this student's Dodge Caravan. 
Now, responding police officers reportedly found Fulbright, quote, crying hysterically and yelling that the driver of the vehicle she attacked was, quote, a pedophile and had kidnapped a girl for human trafficking. They found her to be, quote, delusional. Her blood alcohol content was recorded as 0.21%, more than double the legal limit in Texas. The charges are pretty intense. She is uh, charged with, yeah, driving while intoxicated and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, the latter of which uh, is a second degree felony in Texas and carries a term of two to 20 years. So Holy she was shit. released on 11K bond. But yeah, this is a person who essentially acted out. And in the original stuff uh, that was published about this, they didn't mention QAnon. I could see the pattern, obviously, of like, you know, this kind of thinking. So I contacted two of her ex-friends and also went through some of her social media accounts and found ample um, proof that there that she was following QAnon and was kind of sending QAnon stuff and pro-Donald Trump stuff to her friends. Her friends now basically describe someone they don't recognize anymore that they've had God. to, quote, you know, mourn, the, you know, like a dead person, basically. And it's a tragedy and it's horrible. And again, but, but you know, like we talk about people victimizing themselves. Obviously, she's facing two to 20. Her family is, you know, uh, probably going through something right now. And uh, but but unfortunately, she also tried to kill a 19 year old with her car. And so we, we do have to take into account that, you know, supposedly her friend said that she's unrepentant, that she believes that the, the cops, you know, winked at her and said that she was, quote, in good girl jail. So we have some real issues, I think, uh, going on in the minds of people that are already vulnerable to mental illness um, like this woman. Yeah. Texas. I mean, yes, yeah, not just that it radicalizes them into putting other people in danger and then ruining their own lives is that mm -hmm. they it's so hard to put them back on track because they need this this movement this mindset like psychologically it just it just it just fills them with purpose and a, a sense of understanding that yeah. is so uh, hard to shake it's nearly impossible in some right. cases yeah this is somebody who who has had mental illness issues for her whole life that are not very treated mostly because she has a family that's quite right-wing, pro-Trump, uh, and so they are not exactly creating a kind of environment in which she's getting any of that help. So, I mean, obviously it's up to her as well as an adult, but I think that's a deeper crisis on an American scale. As a consequence of uh, your, your piece coming out right after Trump's statement, we had a lot of people saying like, oh, we knew that there would be false flag attacks. That's right. You know, QAnon followers saying like, this is all made up. I mean, this is the worst thing. It's like, it's like at least ISIS takes credit for their terrorists attacks. At least they say that was definitely us. Mm -hmm. QAnon followers, when these horrible incidents happen, said, nope, nothing to do with us. When they can't even recognize the causality. When confronted with QAnon, local man Travis Few said, ISIS is better. <laughs> yeah, QAnon, wants, QAnon wants to maintain that. Listen, that. I, what I care about is facts. You can kill me if you want, but come at, from, come at it yeah, from a, a, a factual perspective. Yeah, execute him honest. intelligently. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, but it's like, I think QAnon is most comfortable when there's a delicate balance of feeling like there's a community, but not being out in the public. I feel like QAnon sort of likes it better almost when there is no sort of real world consequences for anything that they talk about or do or say or, or you know. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Breaking news. Just today, a bipartisan resolution condemning QAnon was uh, introduced to Congress. Uh, so very exciting. So uh, this this particular uh, resolution was introduced by Congressman Malinowski and Riggleman. I'm going to have uh, Jake here just read what this particular resolution says. Resolution condemning QAnon and rejecting the conspiracy theories it promotes. Whereas throughout history, conspiracy theories that falsely blame secret cabals or marginalized groups for society's ills have fueled prejudice, genocide, 
and acts of terrorism. Whereas QAnon is a movement promoting a collection of unfounded conspiracy theories that have spread widely on the internet since 2017. Whereas QAnon initially alleged that prominent Americans are engaged in a secret plot to control the world while using their powers to exploit children and has expanded to embrace virtually every popular conspiracy theory of the last several decades from questioning the Kennedy assassination to believing in alien landings to denying the safety of vaccines. Whereas many QAnon followers express anti-Semitic views and the Anti-Defamation League has said that the movement's central conspiracy theory includes anti-Semitic elements. Whereas the FBI has assessed with high confidence that, quote, fringe political conspiracy theories, end quote, including QAnon, quote, very likely motivate some domestic extremists wholly or in part to engage in criminal or violent activity, end quote, and that these conspiracy theories, quote, very likely encourage the targeting of specific people, places, and organizations, thereby increasing the likelihood of violence against these targets, end quote. Whereas the FBI bases this assessment on, quote, events in which individuals committed crimes, plotted attacks, or successfully carried out deadly violence, and who, either before or after their arrest, attributed their actions to their conspiratorial beliefs. Whereas, QAnon adherents have been implicated in crimes that they claim their QAnon beliefs inspired, including a man arrested in 2018 for plotting to plant a bomb in the Illinois Capitol Rotunda to make Americans aware of the, quote, Pizzagate conspiracy theory, a man arrested in 2018 for using an armored car to block traffic on the Hoover Dam bypass bridge, a man in Arizona arrested in 2019 for vandalizing a Catholic church, a woman in Colorado arrested in 2019 for plotting an armed raid to kidnap her child who had been taken from her custody, a man charged with murder of an organized crime boss in New York in 2019, a woman in, boy, when you see it all like this, boy, it really makes you, a woman arrested in New York with a car full of knives after posting a video accusing Joe Biden of participating in child sex trafficking and threatening to kill him. Whereas, wait, wait a second, there's there's no Cecilia Fulbright. Come on! Uh, you know what? I think I, they might have written this re resolution before you published your... No, art. no, no, Mr. Yeah. Malinowski and Wriggler, <laughs> or whatever your name is, <laughs> fuck you! Uh, the list goes on. Whereas the FBI further assesses that, quote, these conspiracy theories very likely will emerge, spread, and evolve in the modern information marketplace, fostering anti-government sentiment, racial and religious prejudice, and increasing political tensions, end quote. Whereas according to the Combating Terrorism Center at the West Point Military Academy, quote, QAnon is arguably no longer simply a fringe conspiracy theory, but an ideology that has demonstrated its capacity to radicalize to violence individuals at an alarming speed, end quote. Whereas Facebook, Twitter, and Google have removed or blocked QAnon groups and content from their platform for violating their policies against misinformation, bullying, hate speech, and harassment. Whereas QAnon adherents have been harming legitimate efforts to combat child exploitation and sex trafficking, including by overwhelming anti-trafficking hotlines with false reports. And whereas the conspiracy theories promoted by QAnon undermine trust in America's democratic institutions, encourage rejection of objective reality, and deepen our nation's political polarization. Resolved that the House of Representatives, one, condemns QAnon and rejects the conspiracy theories it promotes, two, encourages the Federal Bureau of Investigation and all federal law enforcement agencies to continue to strengthen their focus on preventing violence, threats, harassment, and other criminal activity by extremists motivated by fringe political conspiracy theories, and three, urges all Americans, regardless of our beliefs or partisan affiliation, to seek information from authoritative sources and to engage in political debate from a common factual foundation. Mm, straight fire. Tra I like Travis, it. you wrote this, yeah, right? Yeah, Travis, mm. yeah, Malinowski and Wrigler do don't even know. exist, do they? <laughs> have Is this real news this. or did you just send us a PDF you wrote? <laughs> <laughs>
But uh, I, I like this because we're going to find out very soon, uh, depending upon how oh, the uh, vote the on members this. of Congress vote on this, who is Q-pilled and who isn't. Okay. I mean, well, uh, we're going to be definitely live streaming that live streaming fucking decision. That, yeah, yes, vote. Yes, yeah. Oh, Christ. We'll have to get on the... F we'll have to finally tune in to C-SPAN. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, Paul Gosser, obviously, he's going to vote no, uh, but it's gonna I'm going to find out just how many are going to uh, like split on this. Too bad we be can't wild. have Marjorie already sitting, you know, to right. see where she, where she falls <laughs> on this. Members of Congress do feel free to condemn QAnon. A few of them had, but nobody from the White House has said a bad word about it yet. LA QAnon Rally. The heat was ruthless on Hollywood Boulevard, and Jake and I were immediately wet and remained wet for the duration of the rally. Although we joined it on Hollywood Boulevard, a march of a couple hundred people had, unbeknownst to us, paced the intersection multiple times and made their way to the local Hollywood High School, where they chanted, Our kids are not for sale! before setting out again just before midday, some apparently in the direction of a Beverly Hills Trump rally. But in front of the Chinese theater, a group of between 100 and 200 people remained rowdy for hours. Speeches were made by a coalition of QAnon supporters, interrupted by a massive Trump 2020 convoy float, and made all the more chaotic by a healthy faction of Christian Pentecostalists going into religious trances <laughs> on the sidewalk. All of this a few feet away from the Donald Trump Hollywood star, which was hit up for pics by a gaggle of blonde MAGA supporters, partaking in an apparent bachelorette party. So I'd say about 10 to 20% of people present were wearing masks and the crowd was once again incredibly diverse in terms of ages and racial backgrounds. Speeches were held at the entrance of the Hollywood and Highland Mall across from the El Capitan Theater owned by Disney. The main organization present wore Child Lives Matter t-shirts with a logo designed to look like two children's faces, but if you squint, you can clearly see it's a cue. So they, they, had, they had also prepared an elaborate display, including blood-spattered rugs, a model in a blood-spattered dress, a half barrel with bloody handprints on it, which uh, was serving as a pulpit. Just beautiful stuff. Uh, there were many QAnon-related signs present, including references to Pizzagate, Frazzle Drip, the fake Epstein flight log, and Hollywood celebrities alongside the DNC being pedophile cannibals. There were quite a few QAnon slogans and even a handful of massive Q flags being flown. The first speech I heard was by one of the organizers herself, a Hispanic woman who appeared to be in her late 30s or early 40s. You can hear her thank the last person who was speaking. Thank you so much, Andy. She's a mother, street artist, muralist, incredible woman. She's putting it down guerrilla style. This is a grassroots movement. We don't have money, we don't have donors, we don't have nothing. All we have is our souls, our minds, our bodies, and we've come here to unify every religion, race, sex, creed, age. Every person under the sound of my voice can join this fight. Every person under the sound of my voice has a responsibility to join this fight. If you are a victim or a witness of sex trafficking, I invite you now to come and share your story with the people. Come out and let your voice be heard. So the, the scraping sound you can hear is an apparent blind person uh, who had their stick and was just kind of scraping the floor back and forth despite not moving. So it was very unclear what was going on with that person. Um, and, you know, they briefly tried to be like, this person is here. They have uh, some form of blindness and they just donated a dollar. And the, the, the person seemed somewhat aware of what was happening. <laughs> and uh, but that was yeah, you'll see that was immediately uh, uh, interrupted. But but basically after this little like speech, 
she seated the stage to another organizer, a blonde white woman in her 30s, uh, who was soon interrupted, like I said, by heavyset, imposingly tall black man who brought up Trump and not in a good way. This was made all the funnier because the man disrupted the woman in the middle of her attempt to explain Frazzle Drip, the non-existent video of Hillary Clinton and Huma Abedin partaking in a satanic ritual that involves the murder of a child. Trump, Thank you very much The following person to get up on the stage, perhaps scared that things were progressing too quickly, attempted to reframe the conversation by explaining that Pizzagate could turn off potential normies. I know for a fact that the public will not have our backs unless we focus on the facts that we have. We do not have facts about Brazil Drift and Pizzagate. We may believe it, but that is not what is going to open the minds of the masses. What will open the minds of the masses is letting Netflix buy a car, Disney, Yeah. Don't, don't do Pizzagate. Focus instead on how they're hiding orgies in Sabrina, the teenage right. witch. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like okay, fine. It's, it's finally <laughs> a weird concession. All right, we don't have the evidence yeah. on our side for the Frazzle Drip video, but I don't yeah. like Netflix. <laughs> Meanwhile, our friend in the background continues to bellow that Trump uh, raped three teenage Miss America uh, pageant. <laughs> Just screaming it through the crowd as people try to like refocus. So uh, I felt like the rally was off balance constantly, like just for a variety of reasons that we'll explore. <laughs> Things got a lot messier, for example, uh, when the giant Trump 2020 float came by and they had their own message, which was way louder than anything that was being pumped out uh, on the rally stage. Notice how similar the pivot the float guy is doing is to the way Trump spoke about QAnon and kind of pivoted away from it to like these fallen democratic cities. Make America a better place, a safer place. And let's share positive messages, work together, unite. And move forward. Stop the crime, stop the violence. And let's make America better. On our tour, we've driven through Chicago, Milwaukee, Minneapolis, Denver. And today we're here in Hollywood. Take a look at those cities. They're graffiti, they're being torn apart. The Democrat leaders that were voted in don't represent the people that voted them in. They're allowing those cities to be trashed. They're allowing those committees to be looted and destroyed. I don't think that's what the people want. So that's why we're here today, to share positive messages. Get out and vote, Trump 2020. Use common sense, make positive choices. 
Use common sense and make positive choices. Oh. Trump 2020. My God. The, is it the... self-help or is it yeah, MAGA? I like that he said something like <laughs> make America better. Yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, that just seems like a real natural step down from like make America great mm -hmm. again. <laughs> better than how badly things have been going this year. <laughs> so the original woman we played for you then retook the stage and she took things in a very biblical direction. I have to say this set the tone for our rally. Way more cr Christian extremism. Oh! music and film, they have been initiated by blood into the Luciferian right. This is their ticket into Hollywood. They have sold their souls. But we are here to bring attention because blood makes noise. The blood of children lived on. They spilled it into the earth and it came into the trees and we ate it in the fruit and their blood is now inside of us. So, yeah, the blood of the children has fallen into the earth. It has grown into the trees. We have eaten it from the fruit, and it is now inside us. And we gotcha. will not yet let you steal our blood now. I love that there's this tension between the QAnon followers who want to tamp down their messaging for the normies oh, and yeah. the people who just want to let their freak flag uh, fly. Guys, this is why I say <laughs> they're so so afraid of, of the QAnon movement going public because the people that want to get out in public and yell about QAnon right. are also going to make them look absolutely insane. Honestly, a few uh, seconds later, she did explain that pedophilia was a mental illness, which is, you know, very uh, medical. Unfortunately, her explanation involved demons. Pedophilia is a mental illness. Yeah. These people are probably possessed with demons. This needs to end and end now. We put Hollywood on notice. We say it's over. Are you a victim? We are your boy. Come out. Come out from these buildings and these studios. Where are the news? Where is TMZ? Where is TMZ? Does anybody care about the children that are going to die? There's QAnon in a nutshell, yeah. right? It's it's they're out there. We don't know where they are. Yeah. They could be here. They are here. How did you come like, out uh, and fight me? How did you like the P Diddy of the rally? Just be like blood sacrifice, <laughs> blood sacrifice, blood sacrifice. Preach. Yeah, uh, yeah, good stuff. And uh, then we transitioned into an appeal to the international community and the Latinos. What's up? This is all around the world, South America, our Latinos. really cool. I've been learning Spanish over lockdown and I understand pretty much everything she said. 
feel really proud of myself. Exactly. Yeah. Drinking the blood of the children. <laughs> yeah, I heard demons no or devils, chill blood. Yeah, it's the Good. same. It's the same thing. She translated for the Latino community. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's amazing. So she was, uh, yeah, she was uh, uh, also spoke like totally fluent Spanish as amazing. well as, as the English. So it's going to yeah, be great. They, Very multicultural. Like America, melting definitely. pot. Yeah, it took me back to, I used to live uh, next to a uh, uh, charismatic church that had uh, mm-hmm. Spanish language sermons. The same sort of canons. Yeah, uh, though yeah. definitely... Yeah. There was a, a big uh, faction of, of people of color that came, I think, from those types of churches. V- mm. Various churches, by the way, because mm. there were clearly some competing takes and voices on yeah, some of the uh, religious there were families canon. There. The intense religiosity did not diminish when a man resembling Fred Durst took to the stage and truly went galactic. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, look around you. They've turned Hollywood Boulevard into a satanic ritual. If you look behind me, you'll see the adrenochrome shrine of the Anunnaki from Babylon giving the tree of life and the occult secret science to Emperor Nimrod, the hybrid, who has a full collection for the adrenochrome. Okay, so, so, so he just mentioned the Anunnaki... Yeah, uh, I heard Emperor Nero in Emperor, there. Emperor, uh, yeah, Nemo or Nero? Nero. Uh, yeah, so he is on a hybrid uh, alien-human Dude, he is timeline. on a spinning golden pyramid. <laughs> yeah, he ruled. Uh, 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 <laughs> transporting in and out of this reality. Yeah, and he was clearly a pastor, I think, uh, in, for, in the rest of his life. Because, you know, uh, the group that came with him uh, really kind of gave him that spot and let him just loose. When he, when he was pointing, he said something like, if you look behind me, you'll see the adrenochrome shrines like what was he pointing out when he said that i'm completely confused by tmz is behind him there there, there was the Uh, disney there was like a disney thing oh yeah there's the well there's the el capitan theater which is where which is i think still owned by disney they do disney premieres there yeah so it's i think it's kind of like the idea that i mean he was saying that the entire boulevard had become a satanic ritual like he was saying like you know look at the look at the different things we're in the ritual currently Mm. Uh, and for fans of history, I think this is the best part of his speech. This goes all the way back to the Phoenician tribe at Carthage, a thousand years before Christ was born. Hell, I'll even take it a little earlier. This goes all the way back to the Tower of Babel, when Emperor Nimrod... See, it's Nimrod. Oh, Emperor the shrine, Nimrod. Except in the black <laughs> science of adrenochrome, it's right in our face. This is where they walk through every year to get the rewards. They lay down the red carpet on the carpet of blood of children. I am here to tell you now. Look across the street. Jimmy Kimmel, a Freemasonic temple. These are keepers of the knowledge. And I am here to tell you, I have fully infiltrated the Masonic Lodge all the way to Master Mason. And I am here to tell you people the truth. Yes, so Wait, this, so he this guy is a had, mason. He, yes, he became no, a master mason. He had a shtick that like his dad wrote some like ancient thing and that he was like initiated in the masonry and then he was able to expose them through this uh, theory about the hybrid and the Anunnaki and also saying that the blood of children is what is in the red carpet and that it's symbolic of the sacrifice every year so they get their stars. Beautiful stuff. Lots of representation for our man Jesus who I'm pretty sure does not want to be involved in any of this shit. So the crowd was pretty burned out after this guy. Like he was high energy but also very... Like, his content was confusing. Uh, It was very hard to follow in both senses of the term. Now, in the chaos, a hero emerged. The same portly black man from earlier. He was there to teach the crowd a bit about real history, and this did not please a particularly surly man who confronted him. We're tired of killing other people wanting the same rights you have. Afghanistan, Iraq, Libya, 
Kadapi, Saru Sain, Ratnell Russia beating the shit out of the curse. Keep up a shot now. This is about the children! This is about fucking children! This is about 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 children! So, yeah, that guy got real furious. And the funniest part is the big guy just looked down at him from the barrel and he was like, pedophile, guilty. (laughs) 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 And this, this set off. Uh, almost fist fight where the, yes. the, the the kind of security officers had to kind of pull people away from each other and you could hear the guy accusing him of like hitting him with his because the, the, the big black guy was holding a fucking American a huge American flag yeah. like a wooden pole wooden, like, yeah. like you could set it in a fucking like hall of records kind of flag and I mean and so, he was an epic character <laughs> he was I mean he really he fucked their shit up so bad he I was loved such him. a rare drop yeah. like in this fucking yeah. you know in this horrible field of just yeah. filth he ruled he ruled but um so <laughs> So yeah, this is him, and you can hear him just saying uh, in the background, just pedophile, guilty. Absolute chaos. Yeah, so he's saying save the children locked up in the dungeons. Uh, I think his broad approach was like he was heavily Christian. He was um, a veteran. And so he wants to remind people of this stuff. But then he also came in hard against Trump because he could feel that there was no coverage of Trump's sex crimes. So, yeah, yeah, he was the one who came in with, you know, the claim that. Yeah. Anyways, I won't get into it again. But But yeah, the guy chased him down. I was maybe like four feet away from this Mm -hmm. as it happened. Oh, yeah. The little the little guy with the the bandana like chased down this big guy was like, don't you. Like that, he was foaming at the mouth. And basically, he came at the guy so hard that he ran himself into the (laughs) wooden knob at the end of the flag. Which the gentleman had, ra- you know, it was lower yeah. by his side. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't raised at all. He was like, ah, he hit me in the neck. And then what happened was that guy went and chased down security cards. Was like, hey, hey, he hit yeah, me. He hey, hit me. He hit me. He's trying hey. to literally like call the do- like the referee on the dodgeball kid who yeah. <laughs> who hurt him or whatever. Just crazy stuff. And lovely. The situation, as you can hear, was broadly deteriorating and fracturing into multiple messages. One guy who was wearing a yellow vest and had brought his own bullhorn was screaming about CPS needing to be abolished. <laughs> And this clashed with the organizers' plans, and so one of the uh, organizers confronted him, as you'll hear here. Uh, we estimate that 80% of, of child uh, pornography is being made in uh, foster care and adoption. we got like two competing voices right now. Do you want to get up on the podium? You want to go on the podium? Mine's more important. So he did say, mine's more important. Yeah. <laughs> we have two competing messages. And they later let him go on stage. And he was so nervous. He was trembling on stage saying, 
oh, I've waited my whole life to say yeah, this he, stuff. Yeah, and he, it's all just anti-CPS, abolish CPS, like yeah, child he, protective services, the biggest child trafficking in the world. Like, he waited his yeah. whole life yeah. to have a, a crowd. I yes, mean, we witnessed it, this he in was, real yeah. time to have any kind of person listen. Witness, he'd showed up with his own podium in a fucking, you know, construction vest to be yeah. seen. Like, mm-hmm. has probably showed up to hundreds of yes. similar things. Exactly. And he finally got it, and his hand was trembling. He, he, he had to switch hands of... Yeah. of of the megaphone to t- turn it on. It looked it, like he was about to burst into tears, like once he got to the stage after being, you know, being very. It, it was, was a weird special, moment. It was a special moment. It was a weird moment. <laughs> it was like watching the first birthday of a divorced dad. Uh. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> one candle on your cake, sir. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so okay, the open mic policy was uh, soon modified, and the first woman we played you took to the half barrel once more. This time, complaining that it's okay to be a pedophile <laughs> these days, but she doesn't give up on trying to get the crowd involved. As you'll hear. It's actually more acceptable to be a pedophile than almost any kind of other thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can say anything you want on the fucking internet. You bring up pedophilia and you're censored. Why? Why are they censoring us from trying to tell people that our children are being tortured to death? Come on, that's right. Come on. Come on. The construction burns a pedophile. That's right. Get up here. It's that's your turn. Have a gob cool. <laughs> And she's like, come on, come on up here. Yeah, hey, I'm cool. I'm cool, man. I just wanted to scream out Zuckerberg's a pedophile. Okay, I don't, don't, please. <laughs> so things were going great. And right as things were just the most chaotic possible, it descended into an even deeper chaos. After a short speech by a revivalist pastor, he began walking around shaking and weeping, and multiple of his following followed suit. So here I am crouching among this whirling dervish of Christian mystics. Wait, Julie, can I just... Mm-hmm. Julian what has the balls the size <laughs> of cement mixers. I mean, he was nobody mm. was wearing masks. These people are, I'm not exaggerating, Foaming at the mouth, literally yeah. uh, plibbing saliva out in out into the world, and Julian I is had like, an N95 mask. Is still inches away, inches away with his with his phone. Maybe we'll show some of the videos on stream. We will. We absolutely will. All right, here they are. <laughs> I mean, I would be disappointed if I was still capable of hope. (laughs) It was so good. At that point, like, yeah, of course, just everything's going to to shit. There's Um, no better way to convince people to join your movement against fighting demons and pedophilia than to fucking stand in the middle of the street (laughs) in Hollywood Boulevard and cry and foam and fucking speak in tongues. Like, Jesus. Some remnants of a BLM rally, also held that day nearby, eventually got into an altercation with a vocal group wearing Fuck Pedowood t-shirts. Uh, let's call them the QAnon squad. They were very lively, possibly day drunk on white claws, obscured by foam coolies, and all young women of color. Predictably, they call the BLM protesters pedophiles. You should burn in hell with all the pedophiles! Stand with us! Stand with everybody that is here! To save our children. You're here to protest to save the children, Riley? We're here to fight. We want our children to be saved. Y'all here for the wrong agenda. Y'all at the wrong event. You don't fucking do no research. 
people were getting exhausted and vicious. One of the organizers started riffing about the LGBTQ community, and I think it's an interesting clip because you can see the typical QAnon yes and occurring live and in person. She's given extra information to make her point and just yells it out on the bullhorn immediately upon hearing it from someone else. The LGBTQ community would never get away with this shit. LGBTQ community does not stand with pedophiles. You stand alone. I'll find out somebody touch my children. So after threatening to murder people if they touched her children, she is fed the idea that the LGBTQ is attempting to add P to normalize pedophilia and just immediately spouts it back out and is probably now part of her belief system, <laughs> like completely integrated. Yeah. Uh, very disappointing stuff. And then so one furious young member of the QAnon squad wielding a bullhorn uh, with an Infowars sticker. You heard her earlier. The BLM people have it. Listen to this. Here we can see this uh, young woman connecting um, the dots with communism, the Democratic Party, and all the way back uh, to pedophilia, which I think is going to be the norm. I think pedophilia will just be added to the kind of general claims about Antifa terrorists, far-right radicals. Why not? They're also pedophiles. It's just like an extra flourish. Of course, of course. Yeah, this is going to be the, sort of the go-to accusation because mm -hmm. everything else has kind of lost its sting. Yeah. But this this yeah. still carries a lot of weight. So it, it's definitely something that's going to be pretty normal pretty soon. At this point, a young man who I think was a little shy was really flying his QAnon flag all over the kind of street. Yeah. And things were kind of unleashing in a way. I saw I saw a, essentially a, a couple with like an older woman that were all together. They fought a car. They, they punched a car. They had words with it. It almost ran over uh, this guy we're about to hear again, the guy who was screeching about getting poked in the neck. And, and uh, things were really like, I thought they might escalate, that someone might get hurt. Um, I don't think they did, at least uh, not while we were there. Uh, so yeah, like I said, the guy uh, who got into the fight, he, he uh, decided to grab the mic and clear things up about Pizzagate and potentially uh, get the name of the pizza place wrong. Yes! And let me tell you, don't listen to the liar. There's a basement at the bottom of Cosmic Ping Pong Pizza. There is a basement there because children have been molested there. We need to arrest John Podesta today. John Podesta, campaign chairman. 
So, yeah, so he says Cosmic Pizza, but he also is sure there's a basement there. So, wrong name. Cosmic Pizza Ping Pong. Maybe Cosmic Pizza Ping Pong does have a basement. (laughs) Maybe that place does. It's in in Bethesda. Yeah, who knows? So, you know, we were we were kind of deciding to leave. It was hot. Uh, people were straggling off. And um, I couldn't resist interviewing the member of the squad who had been the most confrontational. We heard her a few times. Uh, she appeared to be a Hispanic woman in her mid-twenties. So can you tell me uh, who you are and why you're here today? Um, so I'm a patriot from Los Angeles. I can't disclose my name, but I'm here because we are fighting a battle in America right now with sex trafficking. Our children, our children are supposed to be our future. And our children are being sex trafficked across America. And I don't understand why. Why do they like the children? Who is doing this to the children? The Democratic Party supports pedophilia and sex trafficking. And so what are they doing with these children? Um, They are sacrificing our children. They are torturing our children from the adrenochrome. They are using our children just as bait as a whole. And so who in the Democratic Party specifically has eaten children? I don't know who exactly, but I know the Democratic Party supports Satan. Sex trafficking, pedophilia, yeah. sacrificing our children, yeah. traumatizing them so they could get that adrenochrome so they could stay young. It's the same shit over and over yeah, again. Yeah. They always, like, the angry in this broad, vague, abstract way. When you press them for details, something specific, concrete, they always break down. So she told me she found out about the issue uh, two years ago. And she claims to have been one of the few people protesting Hollywood pedophilia back then. She said that this led to her and some others being cleared out by the police at the time. So see if you can spot the multiple QAnon concepts at work in her discourse. I think she thinks she's being a bit subtle, but the White Claw is pushing her in a very different direction than subtlety. What happened two years ago that that made you find out about this? Um, One of my friends reached out to me and told me this is what we're doing, and he told me what he, his movement was about. Okay. And I started looking into it. I used to be on the left. I used to vote Democrat. And then I started researching. Reading is key. Knowledge is key. If you do not read and if you do not look up your own research, how are you supposed to find the truth? And I am sorry to tell many of you guys, when you see the truth, you can never unsee it, and it's going to be a very hard pill to swallow. Where should people look for the truth, and what should they read? What should they look for? I personally, I look into Infowars.com. Um, I follow a lot of Telegram channels. I also um, look at what's going on in Europe. Everything that's going on in Europe, we think that uh, communism and all this stuff is not going to happen. It always starts in another country and makes its way to America. Right. We need to stop it. So what's the connection between communism and pedophiles? Communism and pedophiles? Well, communism, it's usually the government controlling everybody. And who wants to take over our country right now? The Democratic Party. Why they want to have full power so they can do whatever they want with all of us. And I honestly believe that if it wasn't for Donald J. Trump, many of us would be living in FEMA camps right now. So what did Trump do to save us or save the children? Donald Trump, ever since he came into office, he has been fighting sex trafficking. You guys can look it up. Google, DuckDuckGo, Internet Explorer. All you guys have to do is do the research. The media lies to you. We are programmed to believe what the TV tells us. Turn the TV off. For the life of God, turn it off and do your own research.
Uh, here we have a pretty much perfect portrait of just what's yeah. going on right now with QAnon. <laughs> Yeah, InfoWars also involved. Info, so thank yeah, you, Mr. In, Alex Jones. InfoWars, friend got her pilled. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the the more like anti-communist strain comes from InfoWars. Yeah. Like, mm. So soon after this interview, Jake and I fled the scene, headed back to his place with our heads still spinning from what we had witnessed. Meanwhile, Travis was at another QAnon rally near San Diego in the town of Santee. Santee QAnon rally. Yeah, the rally I attended was a lot less intense than all that. I, I like to think of San Diego as a place that's uh, you know smaller and nicer and more more chill than L.A. And uh, the, the the QAnon rally I attended in Santee was uh, sort of reflected that. One big problem with though the, the choice of Santee, I thought was interesting because it does not have a good reputation in the area. Uh, locals sometimes refer to it as Clan T oh because of the high concentration of white supremacists who uh, you know happen to live in the area. In fact, uh, back in May, a man in a Santee Vaughn supermarket uh, was photographed wearing a white Ku Klux Klan hood in lieu of a mask. Just, just walking around inside of the supermarket. And he's not fucking around. He has like separate fruits and vegetables like that he's picked out. Like <laughs> no. he actually wants to finish his <laughs> no, shopping. He's not just doing this for show. No. It's like So uh, I have no reason to believe any of the attendees were necessarily uh, uh, white supremacists. But this happens to be a, a, a hotbed of uh, right wing extremism in the area. When I arrived at the scene at the address that uh, I was told to arrive at, uh, there were only nine people with signs milling around. I thought that the... <laughs> oh, my God. There were. <laughs> my fucking worst nightmare. <laughs> Absolute. <laughs> that is hell for me. When I die, I will be at a QAnon rally early. Uh, but then I followed them as they walked a few blocks down the street to the intersection of Kuimaka Street and Mission Gorge Road. Uh, there I was greeted by a much larger crowd that eventually swelled to around 100 demonstrators who occupied all four corners of that intersection. And uh, they were kind of energetic, but not nearly as like they weren't talking in tongues <laughs> and that kind of shit. They were not, you know, they were not, it was not spittle. Yeah. They, were, they were high energy, but like, you know, in a San Diego kind of way. Uh, there were the typical signs you might expect, like uh, our children are not for sale. Keep your hands and vaccines away from our children. Just uh, those mm-hmm. two those two things. And my favorite, adrenochrome equals pedowood. I don't I didn't, I didn't quite understand that equation, how that balances out. Lest anyone be confused that this was, in fact, a QAnon rally. There were also call and response chants of where we go one, we go all. We go all! We go all! You know, at least the Occupy uh, uh, movement isn't the only one to disperse due to, like, messaging issues. I mean, you clearly, every rally so far is just people yelling over each other, not quite sure what the slogan should be. (laughs) I also overheard a common pastime of QAnon followers complaining about getting banned on social media and then claiming that being banned means that uh, their conspiracy theories are all true. Open your eyes, people! They shut down all my social media. Shut your messages! Yeah, I can't do shit on Instagram anymore. My Twitter got shut down. They're doing a mass shutdown right now because... Because this is a conspiracy theory. 
yeah, my phone doesn't have any battery. My dick don't work. Uh, <laughs> literally nothing. My car's out of gas. Uh, if I op- if I pull my pocket out, there's a fly. <laughs> there's one woman with a megaphone who is shouting supposed statistics about human trafficking. I asked her where one could go to learn more about this information. The these statistics. She didn't. Uh, she didn't offer a very helpful answer. Um, I would recommend them to do their research, um, know where their facts are coming from, um, don't believe everything you hear. Um, Is there a good source for that? Honestly, um, I think that everybody needs to do their own research and pull their own sources. Right. Take, take bits of information as, they, as, it, as it comes to them and... I mean, because each person is going to apply the information that they receive differently to to each perspective of their life. So, um, no, I think they need to do their own research. I love your vibes here. You're like a, a friendly theater director, you know, just gently being like, mm-hmm, and where where can we uh, <laughs> yeah, like, find that? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the, the most frustrating thing about about QAnon followers. It's like they all ha- they have this real relativistic sort of idea of truth. It's not their idea. It's like, oh, there's one fact that everyone has to abide by. It's just like, just go out into the wide yeah. world of the Internet of and info. find what you find. Well, you they know? have struck something which is everyone gets confused in their own way yeah that was this was kind of one thing i noticed in the rally i went to is people would always just tell me oh don't go here don't go here that but they wouldn't ever like actually tell me where to go to find out more no because they <laughs> respect your intelligence and volition yeah they just want you to go they, yeah. they don't yeah, want to tell go. you where just, just go, go off. Just open your mind to absorb everything go no matter off, what queen. you see we need you to go off now yeah <laughs> I also interviewed uh, another woman named Alicia, who was uh, out with her 12-year-old son. I asked her what brought her out to the protest, and she seemed genuinely outraged at the problem of child abuse in a general sense. Well, I have a child of my own, and I want to keep him protected. I think it's important that people are aware what's going on. It's actually been going on for centuries, and it's just now being accounted for and people are starting to pay attention. And it's important because it's a, it's a sickness. This is a sickness that is not right. It's not right to hurt children. It's not right to hurt anyone, period. But a child can't fight back and is easily manipulated and trusting. And that's wrong to take advantage of, of that from anyone especially a child. I think it's adorable to think that pedophilia started even just a couple hundred years ago. I mean, the human race back to the fucking Greeks and just were horrifying She has such a calming speaking voice, though. I think she's got a good future potentially as a Q influencer. I liked her. She was really nice. Yeah. Yep. Seems friendly. Um, I also asked her how people could learn more about this problem, and she recommended following hashtags. Well, I would say there's, um, you know, there's always the hashtag. People can go to the hashtag. That's going to lead you to all different types of places that you can search. Hashtag save the children, stop human trafficking. Um, Hashtag children are not for sale. Those are the most popular ones that I've seen that are being used. Showing you the soft front, like they've learned. And even if they don't have too much information or don't really know that much about QAnon, they still know where to look for it and how they're hiding, basically. 
Yeah. Um, I eventually asked her whether she follows the Q drops. I absolutely do. And I know that my friends on Facebook are probably sick of some of my posts, but I don't really care. Um, there's so much corruption. While I was talking to her, uh, she told me, actually totally unprompted, that her unique religious background growing up in the family that included Mormons and Episcopalian and Freemasons made her curious about the world in a general way. Honestly, she seemed like a seeker more than anything else. There really is a lot to be discovered when you're open, and I'm open. Um, and, you know, my grandfather was a Mason, and I was very interested in, because we used to go to the Masonic Temple, and I've always been extremely interested in that. My whole family grew up Mormon. My mother decided not to be Mormon. My father was Episcopalian. We were not religious. My grandfather was a Mason. So more of what we did was revolving around any activity going on there that we were allowed to go to. But I was always fascinated with the, the, the rituals, the brotherhood, all those types of things. And it, it got me to reading about Zionism. It got me to reading about the origins of Mormonism, the origins of all these religions. I've really identified mostly as a pagan person um, my whole life because I grew up in Salt Lake City, which was surrounded with Mormons. I was not a Mormon. I was the outcast, so I figured I may as well be an outcast. I was a pagan girl, and um, I just have always been interested in what else? What else? What else? I don't believe you. I want to know. I want to see what else is out there. So I have so much material that was my grandfather's books that, you know, Karl Marx. I mean, I have dogma, morals and dogma. I have all these very deep books that tell so much information. So I've really always been interested, probably since I was about my son's age, about 12. I was really interested in talking to Alicia because I think she's someone who really complicates QAnon and how we talk about it. Because there's someone who is she is she's not stupid and she's not evil. And she's not violent. And I wouldn't even call her a right wing extremist or anything like that. She was a lovely woman. She was a business owner. Like I said, she was a mother. She brought her son who, who seemed pretty cool, too. But this is something it illustrates that QAnon doesn't just draw in lunatics like the kind that you saw at the L.A. rally. It also draws in people who are just curious and who are distrustful of uh, institutional knowledge. And um, I think this is something that actually doesn't make QAnon less dangerous. I think it makes it like more dangerous because it invites these people who um, who. Uh, you know, provide cover for the more dangerous extremists. And it also uh, brings in people who might inadvertently possibly radicalize someone who does uh, d d do something dangerous. So it is, it is very frustrating to talk about QAnon because I wish I could, I wish it was simple enough where I could just say they're all dangerous lunatics. Everyone who falls into this is, is someone that you would never want to have anything to do with. But some of them are like Alicia. Yeah. And to be clear, there were many Alicia's families with three young children uh, there that had signs that didn't have QAnon sayings on them necessarily. Uh, but, you know, we're there for, for this. So, I mean, obviously we captured some of the wilder stuff, but there was a lot of like family representation representation, people who seem to have, you know, relatively healthy and put together lives. Um, so, look, yeah. look, some people can hold their QAnon. Some people can't. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, our 
fantastic UK correspondent, Annie, was in London attempting to uh, basically track two different starting times, one at 1 p.m. and one at 3 p.m., <laughs> one at the London Eye and the other one at, uh, what was it, uh, Trafalgar, Trafalgar Square? Trafalgar Square, yeah. So let's jump right into it. UK QAnon Rally. My story of attending the Save Our Children rally in London begins with a Twitter DM from one of our listeners. A big shout out to Stephen Carter W, who messaged me saying that he'd spotted a similar rally being organised in Huddersfield, where he lives, for Saturday the 22nd of August. Now, for our listeners who aren't familiar, Huddersfield is an old industrial northern city, not far from where my parents live. It's a great city and a cheap night out, but it's not exactly the political centre of the country. And so it concerned me that QAnon madness had spread that far. I began to research and sure enough saw that several of these rallies were being planned all across the country in major cities. London, Bristol, York, Cardiff, Manchester and more. The crazy thing about this is I had actually been planning on attending a different conspiracy rally in my own city, Norwich, (laughs) on the same day. I've been part of a Facebook group called Stand Up, which is comprised of several anti-lockdown, anti-mask organisers who demonstrate in several cities every Saturday. It's something of a smorgasbord of conspiracy theories with the old faithful 5G causes coronavirus uh, to the slightly newer Bill Gates vaccines and mind control discourses floating around the digital ether. I'd even seen a few QPILD users in the Facebook group talking about the deep state and Trump and stuff, who were generally politely ignored in favour of more accessible talking points. The fact that I had to choose between two separate rallies for conspiracy theorists on the same day probably reveals just how politically healthy this country is right now. But ultimately I chose the march in London because it seemed to have more people attending on social media. I have to admit, Save Our Children London was not what I was expecting. Despite the high numbers on the Facebook group, I'd anticipated probably about 40 to 60 people at most, and I thought they'd mostly be older white men who wouldn't be out of place at a Tommy Robinson rally. When I got there, I was astounded by how wrong I was. The rally was huge, with upwards of 400 attendees, and they were a diverse bunch. It was also impossible to miss the fact it was mostly women, many of whom had kids with them. Now, I have to admit, I was nervous. I told my boyfriend not to come with me because I thought, being a 5'4 woman, that I'd be less intimidating shoving my microphone into people's faces if I was alone. But actually, I was the one who was kind of intimidated. I stuck out like a sore thumb wearing a mask. I only saw two protests as that day wearing one. And so I became overly, almost alarmingly friendly to make up for what I felt sure marked me out as a satanic deep state agent. The first people I went up to were a couple of young women holding a Prince Andrew, we just want to talk sign, which I genuinely thought was funny. So I felt we could find some common ground there. Can I ask a little bit about why you're here today? Here today to support what all the causes and the government that's just absolutely shitting on us right now and everything that's come to light and they can't hide it anymore and everything that's coming it's going to be a big change in the next six 12 months and i'm excited to see it to protect the people <laughs> great and your sign which i really liked said prince andrew we just want to talk yeah would you mind explaining that a little bit to me for people who might not know what you mean she can explain this prince andrew we just want to talk prince andrew we know you're on the logs come out of hiding and talk to us <laughs> That's great. Don't hide. Come confront us. We just want to ask some questions. Honesty is the best policy. (laughs) This sounds like a prelude to a torture session in a Tarantino film. (laughs) There's like a certain... We we just want to talk, man. (laughs) So I was feeling more confident. 
As most listeners will know, I've voiced my general disdain of the prince many times on this podcast. So perhaps if these protesters and I could agree on him, we weren't so different after all. Maybe this was all a big misunderstanding, where I'd assumed nefarious intents and MAGA hats, and they simply wanted to grief the royal family. This was planned as a march to Buckingham Palace, after all. I started to look at other signs, and my hopes were quickly dashed. Uh, apologies for the sound quality on this next interview clip. We were walking to the side of the street where the speeches were about to begin, and it was a really windy day. Awesome. So the front half of your sign says, Our children are not for sale. And the back half of your sign says... Human trafficking is not a conspiracy and neither is adrenochrome. Would you mind explaining that to me as briefly as you can? I mean, in relation to the adrenochrome, that is, um, a, it is the world's most potent drug, which is being taken by the world's most rich and powerful leaders and a lot of people underneath them. Um, the way they get this drug is by frightening children to within inches of their life, of their heart stopping. So much of blood is uh, adrenaline is pumping through the brain, uh, through from the penal gland in the brain, and that is what they then kill the baby, drain the blood, and they actually drink that blood, and that is how they get this drug, and that is how they get their fix. Um, it needs to stop. It's absolutely disgusting, and and, and these are the people that are meant to be. They're meant to be in charge, they're meant to be looking out for us, and they're doing everything but. And the media the media's not covering anything, it's a complete and total cover-up from all angles. It's, um, yeah, it's just got to stop. I mean, this is the first time that we've ever come to any sort of protest of any sort, but I'm glad that this is the first one, because it, it matters more than anything I can think of in the world right now. And who do you hope takes notice of this protest today? Do you want it to be ordinary people seeing the this? The 90%, the 90% of the world that don't have their eyes open, they need to wake up and look at what's going on around them and under their noses. There's so many, there's so many signs in our TV programs, in our, in our, in our Disney films. Uh, it's, they've been rubbing our faces in it for absolutely years. There's so many references that you would never understand until you actually know what the situation is. And then once you do know and you go back and you look at these things, it's so perfectly clear that they were literally just rubbing our noses in it. This is what we're doing and we're telling you about it and we don't care. And um, if someone wanted to learn more about this, where should they go? Uh, I, can, I can tell you where not to go and that would be don't bother wasting your time on Google. Don't bother wasting your time doing too many searches on Facebook and YouTube. YouTube's a bit hit and miss, but personally, um, I use what's called a Tor browser, uh, totally private uh, internet viewing. There's so much more um, sort of explicit content to do with these issues, um, information that you would not get from Google. For instance, if you type something into Google to do with this, you might sieve through 30 pages of absolute nonsense before you find one sort of bit of information that's actually creditable. Whereas if you use something like Tor Browser, the information's there from the get-go. As soon as, you, as soon as you're in, you're in. So you're going to hear me ask that question a few times, by the way. Uh, where should someone go if they want to learn about this? That's because I was fascinated by the evolution of this conspiracy theory. How did it go from something so uniquely American to whatever this was? Two women who identified themselves as Laura and Lucy, the co-organisers of this event, gave some opening speeches. First off was Laura. So, a big shout out to all the cities that we stand with in the UK today. So, we've got Newport, Bristol, Leeds, York, Huddersfield, 
Manchester, Liverpool, Aberdeen and Dundee. Thank you so much. Um, not only do we stand with people in the UK, there are over a hundred of these walks happening right now in the US. So we are literally joining with thousands and thousands of people today that have decided that saving our children is far more important than a fake pandemic. Yeah, I, I felt pretty awkward after that line. I was stood directly in front of her alone in my mask. <laughs> yes, outcast. <laughs> so next up was Lucy, who addressed us all as starseeds and lightworkers. Yes! Before treating us to a lengthy but rousing speech. I've kind of clipped the most interesting part, I think. You have remembered and I honour and I respect each and every one of you for doing it. You've overcome your fear. You will no longer stand for this nonsense that is going on around the world. You will no longer stand for the people carrying out these crimes. Imagine a world where we do this daily. We speak our truth. We step into vulnerability and we tell people how we feel rather than fearing someone will judge us. Please know all of you here today you are changing the world. Know that in your soul, in your cells. You are here to change the world, each and every one of you. Please remember this. Please remember this. When you are being called a conspiracy theorist, when you are being called mad, when you are being called a joker and people are saying to you, what the fuck has happened to you? I've had that about 12 times this week and I'm like, my God, what happened to you? Like, these are the children. When did the world become so hard? Like, I don't even have children, but I have little sisters. They've given me a bloody pony to bring with me today because that's what children do. They love. They are tasked to hate. Only because we're covering QAnon, Annie, I have to ask, was the pony bloody or was it like a bloody pony? <sighs> so this is what's weird, because again, I was sitting right in front of her and she didn't actually produce a pony, <laughs> uh, which kind of like, she was like a great speech maker. And I really felt like if she just like held that over her head, that would have been mm-hmm. like an amazing moment. Yeah. Uh, but I, I didn't see the pony. Mm. We just had to take her word for it. Unfortunate. And then we were off marching from the London Eye to Wellington Corner and Hyde Park. The crowd was energised, chanting alternately, save our children, and my favourite, hey, pedos, leave those kids alone. <laughs> to the tune of Pink Floyd. Leave our kids alone. Hey, pedos, leave our kids alone. Hey, pedos, leave our kids alone. Hey, pedos, leave our kids alone. Hey, All in all, I'm just another nonce in the wall. (laughs) (laughs) 
this rally seems much more fun, spirited, and more jovial. Oh man, they were having a great time, Manny. It did just seem like that. Like I, I really liked that chant. It just had this like really distinct British flavor that I kind mm-hmm. of felt like they were adding their own twist, their own <laughs> national twist to the QAnon mythos. It's beautiful, yeah. really. I'm no Drina Chrome in the classroom. <laughs> the British would definitely do QAnon mainstream better than any American pundit could have. It's just inherently better talking about like Satan and like blood, like oh, when you have yeah. a British accent and stuff. It's just yeah. If you can set it to Pink Floyd, like you're it's you're like, miles ahead. <laughs> So along the way, I spoke to a few people who all seemed to have varying motives for attending. One woman told me she had been a victim of child sexual abuse herself and felt a need to show up for victims, which seemed fair enough. And quite honestly, I felt bad for bothering her under what felt like false pretenses. Another woman said that she didn't think of this as a protest at all. We're trying to raise awareness. So it's more to do with just getting the message out. Uh, we're not trying to do against anything because I think we we don't have that ability to stop it at this point. But at this point, it's just more to get the public to know about this this situation that's been going on behind the scenes and why everybody's talking about COVID and other stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, do you think COVID is a sort of distraction from these issues, or just COVID is a distraction of many other issues? Right. Yeah, this is one of them. Finally, on the walk, I interviewed a guy holding a Pizzagate sign. Okay, so your sign says recognize the symbology, and then it says hashtag Pizzagate, hashtag hot, hashtag hot dog. (laughs) Would you mind explaining that to me a little bit? Yeah, well, basically, from what I've been seeing on the social media and other videos, a lot, a lot of people have been saying, I've seen it myself. That's all the, it's all, I mean, I don't want to go into the detail of what it actually represents, because it's quite graphic and quite hor- uh, horrific, to be honest. But this is the symbolism of a sex act, and also the hot dog is also a symbolism. This is the logo you'll find in many other hidden logos uh, globally around and yeah that's boys and this is girls yeah i mean i thought to do this because well a i'm an artist b i thought to make more of a symbolic uh image for this march today that's great if someone wanted to learn more about this where should they go where should they go q1 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 any q pages or uh, uh, follow one guy I follow he's really good he's, his name's uh, David Nino Rodriguez he's an ex-boxer he talks a lot um, there's, it's all over there just follow the hashtags right, follow the you. hashtags you'll find thank you very much cheers he said Q on right yeah. Q on yeah Q on um, you may have noticed I picked up the pace at the end of that interview mainly because we were getting hurried along by the police who this young man ended up yelling at for not caring enough about the children. I made myself scarce. Finally, we reached Wellington Corner, where we were given a short break before a group-guided meditation session. Guys, to know that, if you've never done a meditation before, please know there are many of us littered around who will be keeping you safe, I promise. Okay, I I commit to you guys, we are keeping you safe. We are not going to let anything happen to any of you. We have some of the most incredible... Genuinely, I have some of the most incredible mentors around the world. They are all getting up at midnight in Australia or wherever they are around the world to hold space for us. Okay? So please know that what is going to happen at 3 o'clock, you are safe, you are protected and you are loved. This is where 
we do the work. This is where we do the work that's going on underneath here, guys. All right, there is work that's been taking place underground that a lot of people have no idea about. And today, this is where we start the healing. Did they mention the tunnels at the end? What they, they mentioned say? the tunnels, yeah. What does that mean? What were they exactly saying there? So she said something like, there's work going on underground that most people have no idea about. Mm-hmm. Which, like, as she said it, I assumed she kind of was referring to some kind of meditation, spiritual sort of thing. But then people started screaming, free the tunnels. So I'm assuming they meant that there were tunnels going to Buckingham Palace with some kind of, like, mole children thing happening there. Oh. Definitely. Amazing. Wow. Buckingham Palace is, is old enough, I think, that one could argue that there are probably mole children tunnels beneath Yeah, it. that is one of the yeah. government buildings I would believe it, that there are tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> Just as Lucy began instructing all the women in the crowd to close their eyes, then psychically reach down into their womb, I decided I was out. <laughs> <laughs> Any, oh uh, as you can see, unwilling to reach down into a womb for journalism, <laughs> you know. I have a limit. For one thing, it was all getting a little weird. A lot of people had asked about the podcast by now, and I was worried that I'd be outed as some kind of dark energy worker. And for another, it looked like it was about to rain, and I hadn't brought an umbrella. As I left, I found myself wondering what was different between me and the people I'd interviewed. It's not so much of a stupid question as it might sound. We actually have a lot in common. So many people I spoke to suggested skepticism of authority or dominant narratives, whether it be through the government or mainstream media, and that's not exactly something I can disagree with, even if I don't necessarily think you should then leave your skepticism at the door for some guy on YouTube. I thought about the theories and structures I used to understand the world, namely socialist and feminist writers, and how confusing I might find things like the Epstein case if I hadn't read those. I even wondered if maybe I hadn't been raised Catholic, then all this talk of energy and light working and healing might appeal to that part of myself that wanted a spiritual life. It was weird to think about the different paths alternative universe Annie could have gone down. By the way, after I left, the rally ended up outside Buckingham Palace yelling abuse through the gates at the royal family. I'm actually kind of sorry I missed that. I might have joined in. This is righteous stuff, man. It's terrifying to watch. You really do. Like, yeah, they're going to drag Prince Andrew out and just the gates are there. Man, this is an iconic moment in history. Honestly, yeah. and they're and in a weird way, they're not wrong. There, he, Prince Andrew is, is a probably pedophile. a pedophile. Uh, yeah, almost well, certainly. Yeah, I don't almost think we certainly. Have... So they are at the gates. Scream, nobody else's. I mean, is uh, Jake gonna cry? Are you moved? <laughs> no, it's just I'm so. It's it so looks like maybe troublesome. He, he feels so, the storm he has want come. Ally with them. I don't but wanna, got a point. That I don't, do do I want to shout pro- pedophile? He is that's a pedophile. the problem. He's got a point, but well, that, yeah. Travis, you said mm-hmm. something earlier that I thought was so important, and I wanted to like put a bookmark in my brain for for later. But you were like, you said it not- would be great to see Prince <laughs> no, Andrew drawn and quartered by a crowd outside of Buckingham. I would enjoy that vigilante justice for Prince Andrew. No, you said that the nice young woman that you met. 
uh, in in Santi, you were like, ah, this, you know, this is also dangerous for the movement because it it covers for the real bad stuff that they're doing, like spreading mm-hmm. disinformation and radicalizing right. people to violence and like yes. doing all this stuff. In the same way, it's it's like, yeah, it's all bad because there are these true points of entry. Yeah, and like, yes, like a video like this. I mean, nobody can really, you know, dis- disagree. Yeah, it starts with Prince Andrew, then it's the whole royal family, then it's anyone then it's you blood think libel, is, is and then, a communist or whatever, and we know how this ends. It's it, not good. It, it, you don't want the people start. on the street you happen to come across. It, yeah, and you try to chase yeah. people with your fucking car yeah, to kill it's like them. Because you found out one thing that was true that's been covered up, now every conspiracy, every theory that you have is also by default true. That's, that's the main problem. They were that's all something. very nice, though. You know, like, no one turned me down for an interview at all. I thought sort of really worried that they would but no everyone was very very eager to chat one thing i've noticed about QAnon people they want to be listened to more than anything yeah. else they think that they have something to say and it frustrates them that they're not heard more yeah absolutely and you know you could kind of even see it like it was such a social media opportunity like the uh the organizers lucy and laurel were like live streaming the whole way through i saw so many people live streaming i saw so many people like taking photos and swapping like instagram handles and people even asked me for like my instagram handle and stuff like that like it was yeah so like incredibly like social media oriented everything they were doing so did you give it to them annie i don't have instagram good on you <laughs> you know a lot of people obviously asked me what podcast i worked for and i said q and on anonymous yeah. and so many of them kind of were like oh okay kind of giving me this smile and i was just like oh, i've never been more thankful for the ambiguity of this podcast exactly, like, name yeah. before exactly. it's perfect <laughs> know that this is all designed there is yeah. a plan oh. annie and you're part of it oh. <laughs> Trust the plan. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the QAnon Anonymous podcast. Please go to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe for five bucks a month to get a whole second episode every week, plus access to our entire archive of premium episodes. When you subscribe, you help us stay advertising free and editorially independent. We usually stream twice a week at twitch.tv slash QAnon Anonymous. For everything else, we have QAnonAnonymous.com where you'll find merch, a link to our Discord, access to the lost episodes, etc. Listener, until next week, may the deep dish bless you and keep you. It's not a conspiracy, it's fact. And now, today's auto cue. I've met up with my tall, lanky associate. He has a large microphone jutting out of his front pocket, which seems to not uh, draw the ire of... Oh, his, his thing fell. Oh, I got it. I got it and I gave it back to him. Thank you, Jake. There is somebody... Uh, screaming at the top of their lungs not unsure whether this is a somebody from from our rally or or just a local uh you never know what you're gonna get in hollywood there's hillary clinton in a seemingly uh, orange jumpsuit i gotta find i gotta find some cigarettes holy shit i see a market potentially they have cigarettes there i will investigate my associate has uh, worked his way up to the very front of the crowd. He's kneeling. Uh, he's got his microphone uh, reached out. He's uh, recording the speeches. It's happening right now. I'm across the street from the El Capitan Theater. This is a uh, a beautiful theater owned by Disney, uh, where I once got into a pretty big fight with my girlfriend before the a screening of the reboot of Beauty and the Beast. But that's another story for another time. There's a TMZ Tours building across the uh, street here. I'm very curious if the bus will point at us like we're some sort of wild freaks out on the streets. 
I hope they do. Boy, that, that market's looking pretty good. I'm getting strange looks because uh, I'm talking into a personal recording device. They probably assume that I'm part of some intelligence unit, potentially a deep state, uh, potentially in a CIA clowns. The speaker is now telling people to do their research into Anthony Weiner. Uh, everybody knows who he is. Piece of shit. No arguments there. Weiner pilled. Urch, urch to smoke cigarettes rising. Uh, Marlboro lights, please. Thank you, brother. All right, take care, man. Have a good one. My credit card has been approved. Oh, yeah, there's the, there's the Trump mobile. Oh, boy. Wow, this is a this is a giant float uh, with Trump and unity as the main stage. Uh, lots of signs, build the wall, bikers for Trump. This is a giant flatbed trailer pulled by a, a uh, SUV. Uh, it is about 75 feet in length, about approximately 20 feet high. Uh, this is a behemoth. I, I believe it's planning on parking right right in front of the Save the Children rally. Yes, yes, yes. This is a this is a float. It is a float and a parade. Uh, it is followed by some sort of ambulance. That's not good. Walking behind past a large group of people, all wearing signs saying "Pedos are the virus," and they are getting lots of honks of support. It is clear in Hollywood. Oh, they got the special dogs. Here comes the here comes the Trump flatbed that's uh, singing hymns. We, we really need this kind of enthusiasm. I mean, this is just un unbelievable. Uh, we've only been here for about 15 minutes and hybrids have, are, have already come up. There's a young kid in a stroller here. He's probably three or four, a toddler. And they've pushed him right up front so that he can hear about Moloch, this man who's screaming with a megaphone. Well, Jimmy Kimmel's officially on notice. Oh God, I hope, I hope none of my friends who work on his writing staff are looking out the windows right now and seeing me here. Uh, 20 minutes in and the speaker has moved on to Black Magic. Lot of support, lot of support in Hollywood from Save the Children. Here they go, that's a BMW. That is a rich person that wants to save the children. Gir Girardelli stores across the street, that's Get in my eye. It's actually really funny. There's there's a bunch of signs on the street uh, advertising for the restaurants in Hollywood and Highland that are open. Cabo Wabo, Johnny Rockets. <laughs> but the protest is happening right behind all the signs. So it's like, if you want to enjoy this delicious food, you must cross through a red sea of pedophile haters. Guy in a mask just rolled up, wanted to see what was up. Clearly not a proud of the crowd initially, just a tourist, and now he is standing, clapping, and loving it. People are discovering this live content right here in front of my eyes. Uh, right next to me, I've got three security guards uh, planning on what they will do if the protesters cross the line into the Hollywood and the Highland sort of shopping district. Uh, it's a seemingly intense conversation, but these 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 three these three uh, individuals are are handling it incredibly professionally and staying uh, incredibly calm throughout this whole process. I see Mickey Mouse. Unfortunately, Mickey is about to walk into a Save Our Children rally. Mickey, don't go that way. 
I've snuck off into a small secluded area to smoke one of my cigarettes. Tastes damn good. Haven't had one in a while. Fucking delicious. It's only a matter of time before somebody... Oh, there's Mickey and the Hulk there looking at me while I'm smoking this cig. feel a little bit embarrassed, but... Car, car driving by, signs hanging out the window. Pedophiles ruin lives, save our children. These are there are mobile protesters in cars circling, uh, circling the area. Uh, perhaps these are plants uh, honking. Although it does seem like a lot of the honking and cheering is organic. I repeat, is organic. Security guard is moving to the position where I was smoking, clearly checking out my last point of position. But like fucking Sam Fisher, I've disappeared and left a clear outline of where I was smoking that cigarette. Meanwhile, I am 20 feet away already back heading into the crowd for the Save the Children rally, August 2020. Let's go. Some new signs have arrived. This one reads, Tom Hanks is a pedophile. <laughs> There's a man who is going through the crowd carrying American flag, calling everybody's pedophiles, and they are not happy. Somebody smoking weed. I can smell weed. Breaking, breaking, breaking news. Weed is being smoked at the Save the Children rally. All right, I'm currently searching for my associate here. He texted me. Seems like he might need an extract. I'm looking. Yo, what's up? Sup, 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 I found you. How's your, what's, what you been up to? Do you have hand sanitizer? Yes, I do, and don't Mine? touch the exterior of your mask. Yeah, yeah, always. yeah. Yeah, always by the loop, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Trump, Trump uh, parade float coming by. Oh, I guess the ambulance is a part of the float. I guess they've rented an old ambulance. I mean, this thing, in another world, could look like the fucking Ecto-1. There's so much shit on top of the roof. But instead, it's just like a Trump Ecto-1. Doesn't catch ghosts. Only, like, racists and stuff, I guess. Vote, everyone. Trump 2020. Save our children. Save our communities. Save the children. Save your niece, your nephew, your daughter, your son. Doesn't get any better than this, baby. Yeah. America 2020. Screaming yeah. over each other. Yeah. No one agrees. No one agrees. Everyone's almost a almost fight. Almost fight each other. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So many children saved though today. That's really what matters, Jake. Yes. Today I saw a lot of children get saved. 